tonight's topic is the core of what's really going on. Why in 2019 you wouldn't get the pussy, the money, the spirituality that you want, that you seek, that you crave, and that you need. There's only one fucking reason for this. It's super, super simple. It's time to get your balls back. I repeat, get your balls back. But if we're in quicksand, we may not realize it right away or by the time we realize it, it's more significant than we knew it. So we're surrounded by men who have forgotten to be men, what it means to be a man, who put women on a pedestal and the so many ways in which men put women on a pedestal. But one that's a little more unconscious, because I see guys who go, no, I don't put women on a pedestal. Then I observe your interaction. And the moment you make a woman's opinion of you more important than yours, well, you have unofficially put her on a pedestal. Simple, to the core, straight up. Then you wouldn't be anxious if you know that your opinion of you matters more than the opinion of others. We can always learn from others, and sometimes we goof. That's cool. That's okay. That's the same thing for each and every one of us. That is not a special thing. Every human can learn from another human, and every human being will at times goof. So now that we got that out of the way, you can't no longer at least not recognize that if you put a woman's opinion of you ahead of your own opinion of you, then you're putting her on a pedestal, and you may as well bring her your balls on a silver platter and ask her what kind of sauce she wants with it. It'd be fun to have sauce on the balls, it, uh, it's for a different activity than you being castrated. So we need to wake up, guys. We need to wake up. Even the, the PUA community, the pickup community, the seduction community needs to wake the fuck up. Because I hear questions every day that are just a reflection that the man is capable, but not attuned with their own masculinity. We need to redefine masculinity. Hey, uh, we can hear somebody right there. I'm going to read you right away. All right. <laughs> Good. So uh, be certain that you let the other guys who were at the Cosmic Code know that uh, we are on and you got to always stop yourself. So me, I started from the get-go. There was a moment of awakening yesterday. If you're new or you hear me for the first time, then... What I'm referring to, we did a four-day event, an elite edition. This is the post-podcast of the event, and you had to be there to understand it. No way, no words can possibly describe the transformation and the diversity of what we saw, we did, we achieved, we accomplished, we went from a fetish night club to a military style, style Navy SEAL hike in the park to a shamanic work laying on the ground to the beautiful millionaire's mansion of 
a real estate module, module uh, by the name of Brian Casella that I'm sure many of you know. Brian Casella, check out his stuff. We had 12 gurus, fan house. There was a parade in Hollywood and so on. There was a moment, though, during which we broke a board as a metaphor. We did it unlike anybody else has ever done it. It was done fast, sharp, precise. Where I could tell that every man present was starting to get it. That any challenge you may have with a woman is only one thing at the core. You got to relearn how to tap into your own masculinity. So obviously we were just teaching for four days and this podcast is 45 minutes. So I'm going to give you, I don't want to call it a sample because that's bullshit. Because the value of what I'm going to give you is there. But that's going to be a lightning bolt of supreme power and you got to experience the whole thing. One, it is not masculine to be on the fans to debate. What's masculine is to drop it or decide. So if you really want to do game and thrive with women, and same thing with the game of life or game of money, you have two options in front of you, and you got to take one and discard the other one forever. Now, you either drop it, you go, you know what, never mind, women, I'll do other things. You won't be able to do that. It will haunt you for the rest of your life. So if you're not dropping it, then you decide and you dive in full force and you never look back. You never turn around. Those guys who are like one foot in or one tiny little toe in and then the majority of the time, they're not sure and so on. So, if you don't start it this way, it will elude you. If you start it this way, you could probably be the next fastest student that masters game faster than ever before. Because many started, but they're not really starting it. If you're doing it, you're doing it. And if you wear out the cosmic code, you stay in that mode. You're doing it or you're not doing it, that's it. And if you're going to do it, you do it with all you got. And if you start to walk the streets and you do it with all you got, you're going to start to realize that it's a lot easier than most people think it is. The debate, anytime you go, should I do this or should I do it? Decide and do. So those guys that are in field and looking at a girl, should I talk to her or not? You either pass that one and get the next one or you do it. And this is something we have within us. That's something that's went dormant. The whole theory of approach anxiety and this and that and not knowing what to say, pure, absolute, total, complete bullshit. It's backwards. It's like those people, as I've been saying a lot lately, who used to think that it was the sun that would revolve around the earth. We know better. We know that it's the opposite. So instead of thinking in terms of lack, as if there's a force known as anxiety that's holding you back, as if there's suddenly a lack of words, like suddenly you go blank. All of that is false. There's a power within you, a masculine force within you, not even to mention how it is pure spirit. We're spiritual beings having a human experience, and that force 
that masculine force needs to create, to produce, to achieve, to bed women, to grow, to evolve, to amaze itself, its evolution. But if it is not honored, properly directed, then it doesn't know where to go. So don't think of it as if you're a little bird in this uh, big hole. Know that you're a tiger that thought that you were in a cage and there's no cage. And if you understand this further, any little manifestation within, like, oh, you know, there's a little voice sometimes that tells me this and so on. Oh, sometimes, you know, I feel like those weird feelings. Know that it's only one thing. It's your own internal craving to tap into your true masculinity who's there or waiting for you. That's just, please, let today be the day. Come on. Come on. Stop teasing me. I want to thrive. I'm born to win. I'm born to thrive. This is my destiny. This is really my identity. This is who I am. And then same thing with women. With women, they crave that masculine force, but we misread it. We think that it's a shit test when, in fact, they just want to ensure themselves that you are attuned to your own masculinity. So number one, decide and do. Number two, to feel good as a man, we need to move towards chaos and bring order into it. We don't feel good if we move towards comfort. It brings disorder. We're not built to move towards comfort. Women like to move towards comfort. You know, if you're a guy, were you ever with a chick and she starts to accumulate stuff and she keeps the napkin and, and, and the pillows and and the bed, it's like all mushy, and there's fucking pillows everywhere, and, and there's clothes that's left on the bed. And you go, no, it's a bed. It's there to fucking sleep or have sex. So when men move towards comfort, they, they want to accumulate so they can feel comfortable. But for us, the same way, we're not designed to wear high heels unless the person is a transvestite, and good for them, because transvestites have a lot of balls. If you think about it, so many in the pickup community would hide the material or they say, oh, don't tell people that I came to your class, okay? Well, on the other hand, there's people in the gay community who come out of the closet and it takes balls to do that. So today we are men, we affirm ourselves, we are straight men, and we love women and we love success and we do so under the umbrella of the highest wisest, broadest spirituality that ever was tapped into because we keep on tapping into it further and further with less restrictions, less dogmas, more awareness, more of a sense of an omnipresence and so on. So you have to know that it's a mistake to want to, oh, first I want to know what to do. No, you got to go, I have no clue what we're going to do, but I'm doing it. I'm going and again, there too, it's backwards. It's backwards. It's the lack of putting yourself into that position where I don't know, but I will figure it out, and I'm doing. I am men. I come from an ancestry that would jump on a boat, a sailboat, 
a ship and go somewhere where they didn't even know if it really existed or not. The first time they went to the moon, there was no reference of successfully humans in, uh, for a spaceship, including humans, to make it there. They went without being sure that they could make it. That's masculine. Contrast that to the guy that is not talking because he doesn't know what to say and is concerned that it may go a certain way or not so we are kings of chaos we move towards discomfort and number three number three is to put things back into proportion if you really want to embrace your own masculinity okay i see it time and time again i promise you you have those three things in place the rest will follow faster than we ever found it possible okay once you are number one you decided and a true decision, you don't go back. Second, you move towards chaos. You go, oh, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know what to say. You're in front of the girl. Your hand is even shaking a little bit. And you go, you know what? We should be in touch. And it's possible she'll say no. But you don't care. You're not attached to, I need to be comfortable here. Yes, I need for people to like me. I need for girls to give me attention approval and do all the fucking work no no now the third one is that you recognize and realize that you the dedicated man that is willing to go the distance to learn to improve to grow so when women are not that responsive you are to take many more aspects into consideration than just thinking that you're messing it up I'll give you an example, okay? I've been on fucking fire. It's normal, you know, because I heard everything. I was there this weekend, too. I'm the one who put it together, and I was, I was teaching a lot, you know, and I pulled, and I got a new girlfriend this weekend while I was organizing, managing, teaching, and so much. So this morning, I did a couple rounds with uh, some of the guys who wanted a private session after the Cosmic Code. I'm walking away from the final session I had to do. I re-encountered two girls. The way I opened the first girl, and then we're going to take questions, okay? Uh, the way I opened those two girls, by by, they were sitting on a bench. Now, notice, it's a little uncomfortable to walk in front of the bench. It wasn't in a park. It was right on the street. So I cautiously walked on the road, so I passed in front of the bus stop. One of the girls has a tattoo on her leg of a gun and one of those guard tiers, like, like the gun is staying in the guard tier. That's pretty badass, but never be fooled by a girl who looks like a badass, a girl who, uh, her beauty, or any of that. It's a human being within. So I know better than Miss Sweeting, but I could tell 99.9% .9 of guys first would have passed behind the fucking bench. I go in front. I address, I say, the tattoo grabs me. I, I passed in front of the band just to see it. I have to see it. Then it's obvious that she doesn't speak that much English. Or is it? So she goes, oh, really, what? Her friend is there. Her friend uh, is not, certainly not the hottie. You know, it's one of those pairs. Don't make the mistake to ignore the friend, especially if she's not good looking or overweight. I tell them that I was born in Europe too, and the, this lady that's not with them starts to address me. She guessed where I was from, and she speaks my own language. 
the two suddenly barely excuse themselves and they walk. One is walking, the, 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 we're going to call her the fatty, walks in a direction, and the other one doesn't even walk in the same direction. I go, wait a minute, you're going the wrong direction. Your friend's going there. She looks up and she suddenly realized that indeed her friend was going there. So both of them, the friend walks without her girlfriend, not realizing her girlfriend's not following her. <laughs> and the second one walks in the wrong direction. Oh my God, I really must have messed this up. Most of the newbies would think. Or is it that they were so jolted, surprised, turned on, that they didn't know what to do with it? To me, it means nothing. And if you want real game, you must seize every opportunity, whether or not you like the girl, whether or not it's going well, it's going somewhere, all of that is ridiculous, to strengthen your ability that it means absolutely nothing because it means absolutely nothing. There are millions of humans that exist on this planet that if you put a microphone in front of them and a camera and we ask them what they think of you, that, that's always going to be three things. Some will be, I don't know, I don't care. Some will be like, oh, I hate people like that. And some are going to be, oh, wow, he looks cool. Okay? And there's already millions of people that you don't know of that would not like me, that would not like you, and that's okay. There's millions of people right now that are brokenhearted, millions of people that are making love as we talk right now. And are you affected by that? So you got to go beyond First of all, you, you kill forever the concept of, I got rejected. Really? Do you realize that if you say, I got rejected, or the community saying, oh, I got shut down, or I got blown out of set, you are indeed confirming that you still make the opinion of a woman more important than yours. So we need to inform all of our brothers out there, and once and for all, not only destroy forever the silliness of the dating frame that we inherited from the dating frame of the concept, false concept of rejection. On top of that, we also do the, need to do the same with the equally silly concept of being blown out of set. What if it's a woman with no taste, bad taste, different taste? What if it's not a social woman? Do you see it? how much work it takes to relearn how to be social because it was never taught to us in school and so on. So what makes you think that because she's a woman or beautiful, she has a social monopole? Look at her life. Was she so smart that she got the money, the job, the spirituality? Ask her, what's your take on life? And I'm, I'm genuinely asking. Give me your best possible speech ever on the meaning and purpose of life. Ask that to women. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling them, I'm flirting with you, but that question is not me flirting. This is me being curious. Ask them questions about what, what, what would you do if you were in charge of the economy? Uh, how do you think a person can best accomplish their goals in life? Yeah? Not to say that if we were to ask them their, about their bank account and look inside their closet and look inside their fucking purse and see how well together it is, okay? What if, ask girls, what if the universe was your purse? Would there still be a universe or would it be so chaotic that there would be no universe? Okay? I hope, I hope that you're beginning to get my point. 
No human has the monopoly to decide whether or not a human or not is worthy. But you putting yourself in that position any time that you fear a woman saying no, saying even if she, if some weird person gets vulgar with you, you're going to think, wow, that person is weird. But if it's a girl, we think it's different. We take it personally. Okay? So you have to be king of chaos, and you have to relish every single time that a girl doesn't answer, every single time that a girl says she's got to go, every single time that a girl says she's going to text you and she does not. Because for as long as that's a problem for you, you're going to play stupid, you're going to slow down your learning. You know, it's hard in life to go full force for what we're not sure we're going to get. You know, if there's no sign of immediate gratification, the further the gratification is, the more people slow down. You take a person who's already made, let's say, $700,000 and go, come on, man, you're 300000 close to that million. You made 700000 last year. You're making that fucking million today. I got an idea. But you need to show up super early, 4 a.m. Person will show up. You take somebody that's completely broke and makes minimum wage working a job they hate, you tell them, come on, man, it's time to be a fucking millionaire. They're going to be, yeah, 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 we're going to play the loto. No, wake up at 4 a.m. I got a great idea I want to share with you. They're going to be, yeah, what's the point? And they're going to be in disbelief, and they're going to look for all the ways in which it's not going to work. So if you're not sure because you didn't really decide, then, of course, you're going to drag your feet and even play stupid even though you are not through the learning, if you know the amount of guys that heard, like, okay, how do you number close? Most basic girl, there's a little peak. She goes, ha, ha, you know what? You're fun. We should be in touch. Here, you enter it. Women are faster with phone, and then you chit-chat while she enters the number. How fucking easy is that? This is the easiest thing in the world. If I repeat it three times right now, and you're open-minded, and you apply yourself, and then you repeat it ten times, and you write it down three times, and then throughout the day, you go, okay, let me do it again. Let me do it again. And you do it slow. You do it fast. You do it adding words. You do it subtracting words. You do it abruptly. You do it with uh, the, the different styles. You know, you add words of sophistication in it. And perhaps then you do a little bit of, put a little slang in it, a little gangster talk. Then you can number close every day. A lot. But why do we have guys who heard that 10, 20, 30 times or other ones and they still don't know that they know. They know that they know, but the gratification is not immediately there. I get back to my interaction. So then to me, it means nothing, and absolutely nothing, meaning I don't even refer to it. I don't even make a sound. I don't even fucking look. I did my part, okay? Sometimes I like to stretch, but right there I was with the client, so we walk a little further. I turn around. Who's there? There's two girls again. And suddenly what I thought was confirmed. They were just a little shy. They didn't know where to go. We start taking pictures with them. Me, I tell them, you guys, this time we take a picture. We take those pictures, and again, they're not, it, it doesn't seem that they're saying much, doing much. I know any guy would be, this is so awkward. And then we take more pictures, and then I tell them, I don't like those pictures. Let's, let's take some more. And we chat some more, and I give it the sense that I'm leaving, that I'm staying, and so on. And then they said, okay, can we also take pictures like shy, very shy? And they said, oh, almost like they're going to go. And then they asked me again. And they wanted me to pretend that I'm holding the, the, the gun. 
And I put my hand, and she presses herself against me. And I feel her ass against my dick on the street right there. And she presses herself against me. And I got my hand on her leg. And I feel her breathing shifting. And I, I can tell, like, she, she, she's, she's pulling away a little bit with her mid-back. That's pressing her butt against me. And then I look at the pictures at home, and she's sticking her tongue out a little bit. So what is my conclusion? What is my message? Okay. Those girls were totally into it. They're just not social. They're humans. They're more emotional than we are. So I promise you guys, you are misreading most of the interactions. And then you take it a little personally, you get a little too reactive, you're still concerned of, wow, what if it doesn't go somewhere? So you don't really decide because decision is not only a mastering game right now. I'm taking charge of my life. Decision is minute per minute. See, if suddenly you're in the midst of the interaction and you don't decide, okay, I turn around and I don't close them right now. If you don't decide, okay, I'm going to tell them I'm walking that way. I'm going to say, oh, I don't know how spontaneous you are, but if you are, come on, take a little walk with me. And you make it a little lesser. You go, take just a little walk with me. And maybe you flip the frame around on them and you're the one saying, but don't follow me home. I don't know you. Ha ha, you're laughing. You grab them by the hand. We must remember that most of the community is wrestling and dealing with issues that are non-issue. Okay? So tonight, powerful, get your balls back. You decide, you move towards fucking chaos like a warrior going to battle with a sword. You don't try to be comfortable. You don't stop if you don't feel uncomfortable. And then you realize you put things back into perspective. You're a man, you're a king, and there you are talking to little girls that didn't take any social class, that don't really know what they want, and that are not public speakers, that are not entrepreneurs, that uh, at best maybe spend some time working on their clothing a little bit. But still, if you know fashion, you pay attention to most fashion women are into. You can tell it's cheap. Why is it cheap? Uh, or, or it's mismatched. Sometimes they have one pricey item and the rest is cheap stuff. Or it's not current because they don't really have the means. Why don't they have the means? Because they don't put in the work, okay? So pay attention and know you are the sun. And they do their gravitation and they appear a little cold at first. But a warm ray of sun when it reaches the moon uh, is a little warmer than the moon itself. And the moon will always be cooler. But the moon is beautiful and you want that energy. But... You won't get that energy until you know that you are not moon energy. You are sun. You are masculinity, okay? So I'm going to take questions. It's going to be a lot hard to take questions today because I did a few sessions with guys who were not at the Cosmic Code. And right away, it was like night and day, you know? Even the strong guys that I coach, they still, because you got to be there in person or they're still a little bit like today I caught a few. They were like, yeah, man, it's been good. It's, it's, it's good. No, 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 no. You start like that. That's the beginning of the end. Okay, get your balls back. And it's a lesson we all need to hear. That's why I'm sharing it today. But I'm nevertheless open to take questions. So I hope I didn't frighten any one of you, but it'd be ridiculous. Even if I did have balls and voice your question. Meanwhile, I'm going to see where our guys are doing. 
Hey, Vince, this is Paul. Uh, it was good to see you at our conference. Hey, Vince, I got one for you. Tom from Vegas here. Okay, two. This yeah, two. A, lo- a lot of times uh, hey, I, I really Tom. picture a woman as a potential liability and a problem. And I know that's like, it's not the way it okay, is, stop. but it's sort of like clouds Tom, my thinking and all the back. So I can give a little. Hey, Tom, I got your question, okay? I promise you. I got your question. Here's the answer. You're missing just one piece in your equation. And I could tell you could not hear me, so I muted you briefly. Okay? Tom is concerned that a woman could be a liability. That's backwards. Yes, a woman could be a liability. Everything could be a fucking liability. A person could book a flight to go to a beautiful private island and get bitten by a mosquito over there and nearly die, or maybe even die. Okay? We don't fucking know. Everything is a liability. But you are a liability to yourself until you realize you're a man, and if it goes to shit with the woman, you can trust yourself. So what you need to add to your equation is to decide that you're going to be successful no matter what. And again, move a little more towards chaos. Because if you, you only want it to be comfortable, nothing's going to happen. How long has it been? How long have you carried that idea? It's not the first time I hear you say this. Okay? What you must see is rekindle with your existing masculinity. I remember when I first started with the self-help stuff. There was the buzzwords. You know, there's always buzzwords, and we got to watch out. Our buzzwords have to really be strong and superior because they could also pollute. So the buzzword was like the fear of failure. Eh, 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 fear of failure. Okay, that's so weak. So then for me, I thought, you know what? Here's what I'm going to simply say, because nobody fear. Oh, oh, okay. So then it went further. People said, and sometimes you have the fear of success. So, and I thought to myself, we don't have the fear of success. What we have is a lack of a pure sense of success. A pure sense of success is this. I can be successful at being successful, and I can stay successful and further be successful. And in the worst case, I can even still succeed, even if amongst my success, there is something that's moving in the opposite direction. We have this within all of us. For me, I've been around the bushel too long. I've always been aware of, not always, but I've been aware for a long time of that kind of masculine energy right there. That's how millions are made. That's how you really connect with spirit. See, because people can do that everywhere. People can go like, yeah, you know, there's that spiritual group, but I'm not sure. And what if I find God and God is, is different than I, w- I wanted God to be? Or what if God punishes me? Or what if, what, 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 what? then, of course, nobody really feels like enlightenment now, okay? So we treat things too lightly, and we feed concerns, and we learn for those who were at the Cosmic Code, members of Army of Aphrodite, my elite group, members of Prince of Aphrodite, the brother group of Army of Aphrodite, we have been hammering it again and again and again that you got to watch out. The lower feminine, those three things. It will debate. It brings in distress. And on top of it, it will 
foresee defeat. Foresee defeat. Notice the presence of all three right there. Well, I want better women, but I'm afraid they're a liability. That's debate. Change that into, hey, everything could be a liability. If women are a liability, then they won't be for me because I'm a survivor. You drop me in the desert, you're passing a week, I'm selling lemonade. Trust me. That's my choice because I trust me. And I love me and I can always count on me. You will no longer fear others letting down when you know you will never let yourself down. And why would you let yourself down? Because society taught us. Because the man, let's say, did well in business and he got a divorce and that affects his business and the wife is gone. Okay? Let's say that happened. Now in that moment, the man only has a problem. The man has the problem that society told him he should fear that, that it's bad, that it's sad. Watch. Play a joke. When people ask you tomorrow, say, oh, man, I just got a divorce from my wife and she took a big chunk of my money. And watch people's responses. Watch how everybody's going to be, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. No men, even men, all women are going to say, brother, you got it in you. You made it happen once. It's time to top it. You're stronger than anything. And uh, this is the beginning of your best. Nobody says that. So, so we carry that with us. Okay? So you got to know. You can rely on yourself. And the debate decide. What's the alternative? Carry that question for 10 more years. Enter 2020 going like, well, what if women are a liability? What if? Yeah, Maybe. Plus, anyway, with proper seduction, they become less of a liability, you know? My girlfriend, some of my girls, they're, they're liabilities. They show up late. They say the wrong thing, a faux pas. Saturday, I'm with this new girl. Uh, suddenly, we're at the club. Photographer comes, says, hey, you guys, you look so cool together. Wow, what a pair. Can I take a picture? And then the guy, uh, she tells the guy, uh, I, say, I tell the guy, Put me on Instagram. And then she goes, yeah, can I be on Instagram too? I look at her, and there she's a fucking liability. I'm Vince Hollywood Kelvin at a fucking nightclub. I know my thing. The only reason why she's in that nightclub is because of me. And the only reason why they're taking that picture is because of me. Now she wants the Instagram. So she could be a liability if I was the guy who let her. And so she, she starts to talk to the photographer yeah, I go, sweetheart, <laughs> you're adorable. I look at the guy, I go, she looks good. Ah, that's why this guy wants to take a picture of you, with you. And then I said, at the same time, you have to learn. You're in Hollywood. There's a hierarchy in Hollywood, okay? Oh, otherwise, you, you're going to be disliked by people, all right? So when you're with royalty, uh, you, you, you don't uh, shake hands with uh, people who are there uh, to assist because this man is obviously just working here, okay? Not me. I'm treating. So come here. Now, learn that. See, your concern has made you on and off. So many guys, they, they, they listen to the Monday call, the free shit, but when it's time to suit up, show up. Oh, it's a lot of money. No, first, our events are not a lot of money. Our events, every one of my colleagues tells me, Vince, you have to raise your, your rates. Okay? And the second thing is, what kind of attitude is this? 
If you have that attitude towards money, you probably have it towards pussy. It's called scarcity. The real attitude should be me. If I want something that's outside of what I have, I make a pact with myself that not only I will get it, but then I will top it so I won't regret it. So everything serves you. You got to make it all work for you. Okay? Debate, distress. You're distressing yourself. You're not like having pleasure with this or is it pleasant for you to torture yourself with like uh, those questions the top of the food chain when it comes to seduction pickup being with women or succeeding in life they don't do stress i've had guys like we had nick hawk a tv star a guy who travels, if you ever look at Nick Hawk's stuff, you will see him, like, he's surfing here, he's got brand new tattoos there, he's probably driving a sports car somewhere, he's filming in Europe, and then he's doing something crazy, the jungle, as alpha as can be. This guy said, you guys questioned, they gave me headaches. He doesn't even go there. So, let's stress, go, hey, we'll see, the only way to find out. Plus, if you start with that question, that question is all false because you're generalizing. You could, if you sit in front of a girl and suddenly she give, you learned how to test girls also. We had a table at the nightclub. I told the guys, pour a tiny touch in a cup. And if the girl goes like, that's not a lot, that means that girl was only there for the free drink. Now, if she does that only once and you, you, you had a liking of her, test her two, three more times. And... It would have, you would have to be blind to end up with a girl. And, and even me, I've been with psycho girls. I have been with girls. One girl that I had loved to collect knives. Suddenly she loses a knife and she's sure that her brother stole it from her. She goes berserk on her brother. Oh, my God. I never heard a family member talk to another family member like that. She told her brother, I'm going to fucking kill you and so on. Okay. Then after that, we find the knife. It wasn't her brother. I say, baby, you need to rapidly apologize to your brother. I didn't care so much about the guy, but I point things out like that. She goes, fuck him, he's an asshole anyway. I go, at least tell him you, told him you found the knife because he's probably feeling bad right now and scared. You're scary when you're like this. She goes, no, fuck him, let, it, let him rot in it. So that's a girl I was with. And I lived with her. So that's a serious liability right there. But I'm a man, and I worked it out safely, and she was out once I realized she was too much. At first, you know, I like to venture. I'm adventurous. I felt like I was in a movie. She was riding motorcycles and so on. I thought it was cool. It was not. And then you project defeat because you, what you're doing is you're fearing that if you realize it was a poor investment, that you'd be fucked. And last don't marry. And if you marry, then ask me, do a prenup, dividing of goods. And I can even teach you how to sell her on that prenup because it's, it's to her own advantage and it's the ultimate test to find if she's a good woman, if she's intending with you. So the answer was given. You need to get your balls back. But I hate to be the guy saying that because I don't want anybody to hear it and feel like you're insulted. Or anybody to feel and take it literally and go, yeah, that's my problem. I have no balls. It's an awakening. We're a king who went dormant. And it's important in life to take responsibility. But there, 
I don't think you're responsible for this. I think it's the recent changes, because the past 200 years, everything changed. Prior to that, it was a certain way for a very, very long time. Even though we were not there unless you're into past lives, which I am, then uh, it's still there. It's fading. The residue. See, anybody who was alive five years after World War II and had missed it, but they, or, or they were too little to remember, they still could feel the reminiscence of it. So, of course, we feel the reminiscence of like that change in how masculinity is being expressed. And uh, it's also society constantly like, don't copy other guys. Don't listen to them. We have time probably for one more question. I'll make a quick announcement, okay? I'm straight up, guys. That weekend was so rich. And Christian, who started the call, recorded everything. HD cameras all over the place. He had a setup like, like never before. And he's modest, you know, because he's always done amazing work with all the videos, with everything. So it's very modest, man. But there the setup was above and beyond. So four days of material and so on. We're going to do 48 hours for you to make sure that you get at least the HD recording of those four days. Okay? And when you hear something like that, if you start to go, oh, I don't know, I already have a lot of material and so on, okay, then you're not being fair to yourself. And you're going to, it's going to elude you forever. And you're probably doing it elsewhere, too. The, the proper sequence is this. Do you really want this? Or are you just asking a question? You've got to ask yourself that. And if the answer was given to you right now, would you take it? And what are you willing to do to get the answer? Because it's one thing to go around and repeat for one, two, three years. Well, you know, women, what if they're a liability? Sometimes I look for it. Stop. I got the answer for you. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah? Ask yourself, am I just asking, or if somebody goes, there's a solution to it, you need to walk, uh, you need to walk for two entire days, we'll give you a little water, two days, walking, hell no, okay, so stay in your question, see where it takes you, report to us if you wish, but you don't have to report to me, I know exactly where you're going to be. We're going to find one, two, three years on the road with the same question. And that's not directed at my dear friend who asked the question. It's directed inward and outward at all of us men. And then you decide and you go for it. And you decide that no matter what, you will make it pay off. Okay? If you show up somewhere, you make it pay off. That's balls right there. Let's say for whatever reason. It's happened to me, you know, in the past. Suddenly somebody told me about like a little spiritual thing going on and so on. And uh, I show up. I had heard. Here's something. I had heard. I'm going to tell you a perfect story. There's a mountain not too far from uh, Los Angeles where I live where apparently for years I heard there's a Zen Buddhist center up there. I really wanted to go. So I drive my car, and it's a big-ass muscle car, and not a brand-new one like what I got right now, because uh, at the time, it, it was an old one. So people, I pause for a second, use the bathroom. One guy tells me, you think you're going to make it with that boat up there? Make sure you have enough coolant. Check out if I have enough coolant. So now I'm going up that mountain, and I'm a little delayed, not sure. I drive, I drive, I get stuck behind a slow-moving vehicle. 
it's hot in my car. I don't have AC. I'm going like my car's going to fucking overheat and so on. Finally, there's a turn at some point that I go, am I making that turn? I'm not sure. And it's strenuous and it's hard, and I finally make it to the top, and uh, I can't find the place. Somebody tells me it's over there. There's like bees and, and, and insects, and I cannot find the place. And then suddenly I see one of the monks pass by, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, a monk, a real-life monk. And the guy is carrying watermelon, and he gets pissed because there's flies there. So I'm about to consult with Zen Buddhist, and what I witnessed is the guy going, shit, because he's carrying a plate and a watermelon and these flies that are trying to go on it. Now, to me, it wouldn't matter at this point. I would still study with the person. Okay? It's like me, I smoke cigarettes, you know. Uh, I, I was still under the impression that I was going to find, like, the perfect human to teach me exactly the way I wanted, that would look exactly the way I wanted, and never sidetrack at all. That does not exist. You teach from the best, and then you let go, uh, you, you study from the best, but you also let go of what is irrelevant. They're not, uh, you know, like, like there's great spiritual people that I wouldn't put them in charge of my finances. But they could make me more abundant in my thinking. But I know they don't have that together. But that's their problem. It's not mine. I want what they have. So anyway, suddenly the guy that I don't know and so on, wow, now he's not even answering me. I got rejected by a Buddhist monk. I finally find a door, and they, they inform me that, no, it's only open to the public on certain days. Okay, it's getting dark. I better go down. I go, my car won't start. I need a tow truck up there. So I call AAA. I got problem, no signal at first. I finally find a pay phone, a pay phone. I call AAA says, oh, it's going to take a while because we don't know of any tow trucks that will come up there. They find a guy. He says, what kind of car do you have? I go, Chevy, Monte Carlo, 1974. He goes, goodbye. He doesn't want to take his tow truck up there. Finally comes a guy, and he arrives, and he looks like a little hardcore, and I realize he smells. He smells like beer. Then I realize he's fucking drunk. But it's too late. I'm sitting next to him, and we're going down with my Chevy Monte Carlo down that path. There's some bikers that pass him a little bit of a weird way. And by bikers, I mean they have colors. I'm not going to say which ones they are, but it's like the top ones that are already at war with the other top ones. He gets pissed, and I go, that's okay. That, that's okay. The bikers, it's all, no, fuck them, bikers. That mountain doesn't belong to them. And suddenly we pass them, and he starts to pick shit with them. I get so nervous, finally, everything's okay. We made it down, and my whole day was about finding a Zen place where I could learn from them, and you heard what happened. But gentlemen, I'm going to tell you, that was one of the most enlightening moments because I don't wait for nobody or nothing or no one to make things happen. So imagine you start to show up like that. And on top of that, it's super good. Okay? So that's what you guys are missing. Any question you may ask. You don't have a challenge with like women being a liability. Everything can be a liability. You don't have a challenge with uh, uh, 
anything else other than you got to tap into your masculinity and it's not masculinity to 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 be concerned about that it's a non-concern unless you exist at a certain level of reality see i want to tell you something starting a business is extremely dangerous and should never be performed by somebody who doesn't top themselves if somebody they go i take a step half ass and then i do nothing then they better not start a business get a steady job somewhere and do your best not to mess up and don't ask for too much in life okay if somebody they, they start half ass they don't do much and they don't have that mentality of no matter what happens i'm here to survive and win watch me win then they, they, they better not go after hot women they better not okay so we've learned a lot tonight the website is vincekelvin.com and here's what i'm going to do gentlemen even better you missed the cosmic code you can get the recording how many of you are so committed me i'm the guy that if i'm anywhere they can say there's a recording of it i have two options either i hang up if, I, if i'm on a phone call like this or a podcast i'm true to me if i don't like it i hang up if i do like it then i'm smart enough to know wait a minute if you like this you're gonna like the other stuff and then i go for it all i go all the way no in between so I don't know, but the one thing I, I, you have to know is that we have Pickup Academy for the 11th year in a row, seven-day training on the beach, Venice Beach, California, Santa Monica, pedestrian street. We stay down there. What I love about teaching pickup seduction at the beach, there's ample space. We do it in, uh, in the shade, in little parks, for us to do drills. It starts in field. It's the only boot camp on the planet that starts in field, not with you go talk to her, but we have ample space in nature to drill how you stop her and so on. Then we go downtown L.A. There's a, a, what, a art fest down there. Then we go to Beverly Hills, and then we come to Hollywood. Seven-day training, and we're going to open the door to uh, – we're opening the door right now for the first early bird. It's August 5th to the 11th, Okay. So come to Pickup Academy, seven-day training. My colleagues will be there also to represent, teach. Uh, it's very similar to the lineup we just had, Pickup Academy, seven-day training. Check out the website, and I thank everybody for joining. Until next week, bye-bye.